everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. My name is Grayson, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to yet another episode. Um, a lot has happened this week, and I particularly just want to start with today. Um, I slept in until like 2 p.m., which I hardly ever, ever, ever do, and I woke up in just a really terrible mood because whenever I sleep in late in general, like, even if I sleep in till 10, I just feel shitty about myself, and so today was particularly hard (laughs) because of just, like, how late I slept in. And also, I didn't even take out my contacts or take my makeup off, so my eyes were, like, crusted shut because that's pretty much what happens when you sleep with contacts in. You can't, like, you're just not supposed to. Um, and I mean, unless you have the kind that you can sleep in, but I do not. Um, so my eyes were just, I couldn't really open them. <laughs> Um, so, but I got up, took my contacts out, um, they were, like, fused to my eyeballs, um, but I managed to get them out, and then I took my makeup off, washed my face, and I realized, you know, as I was doing it, that, that in itself, taking out my contacts, taking my makeup off, and washing my face was an accomplishment within itself and that I should be incredibly proud of myself for doing that um because I could have simply you know looked at myself in the mirror been like fuck it and then went back in my bed to sleep the rest of the day but I didn't so I'm proud of myself for that um but that did not stop me from uh, crying. I started crying about it, um, after, you know, I finished washing my face, um, because I felt guilty. Um, but in a way, I, I feel like I must have needed the sleep, um, because I slept through two, um, appointments that I had scheduled for today, I had my uh, doctor's appointment at 9.30 that I um, missed by a long shot because I didn't even get out of bed until, you know, 2 p.m. And then I had um, a wisdom teeth consultation at, I think it was 1.30 or something like that, that, you know, I also missed. Um, But... Yeah, I think that was enough to cause me to spiral, and I began, my ego began telling me that I was a failure, I was lazy, I should feel extremely guilty, um, and that I'm, you know, a disappointment, I'm not reliable, just basically, you know, all, every name in the book, I started, you know, talking to myself horribly, and I, I was aware of it because throughout my um, spiritual journey, I've 
become a lot more aware of when I talk negatively to myself. And I was so fully aware of what I was saying to myself. And I had like a devil and angel like on your shoulders moment. Like I literally pictured like this angel version of myself and then this devil version of myself on my shoulders. And just like they're just battling back and forth. Like (laughs) the devil is telling me, you know that I'm just this awful person and that, um, you know, maybe I don't even deserve to go to these appointments and that I, you know, I'm just an all around shitty person. And then, you know, the angel version of myself was telling me to be gracious and understand that like life happens, things happen, and it doesn't ever take away from your worth as a human being. Um, and I, I decided to, trust um the angel version of myself because I know that that's the truth um and it always and forever will be um but I I I let myself feel all of the emotions that I was feeling I let myself feel them fully like 100% I actually um went to a drive-through while there were tears in my eyes and like cl- like clearly I was not having a good time like I um yeah I you could just tell that I have been crying because there was like tears coming down my face currently while I was talking to the drive through person um and <laughs> I I kind of told myself that I don't want to stop living my life because of you know things that I go through or what I look like or you know like just because I'm crying does that make me not able to go get coffee if I want to um and I think it it all boils down to again me just not wanting to make other people feel uncomfortable It's the same thing with, you know, why I feel the need to drink in a social situation is because I never want to make other people feel uncomfortable. And I'm starting to realize why do I value other people's, you know, opinion of me that highly? Um, I I mean, maybe it's because I'm like a caring and thoughtful person, but it and and that's probably part of it because I do really care about how other people are feeling around me I want people to feel um good about themselves and comfortable you know but I don't want to sacrifice my own um I guess life and the way I'm currently living and what aligns with me and my highest self in order to do that because it's not worth it at that point and that is such a hard pill to swallow but anyway I'm currently finishing reading a book called women don't owe you pretty by Florence Given I posted about it on my Instagram story and I had a few people swipe up just wondering what book it was so that's what it's called and um it's basically just a book all about feminism and um 
you know, self-acceptance, self-love, living our most authentic lives. Um, and yeah, it's a really quick, easy read because she also incorporates some of her artwork throughout the book. Um, and yeah, I definitely would recommend. Um, and I think the next one that I will start reading is called Nonviolent Communication. I started reading that one, but really quickly, like, it just did not really, like, interest me that much, but I'm like, maybe that's because the truth hurts and my ego doesn't want to hear the truth because that means taking accountability and actually doing something to change how I've been currently living, and so... Um, I'll actually grab it here quick and maybe read a little bit about it, but I found this book recommendation from Rohini Elise. Um, she's an influencer that I follow and who I, I enjoy her content. Um, but yeah, she recommended this book called Nonviolent Communication, A Language of Life, all about empathy, collaboration, authenticity, and freedom. It's by Marshall B. Rosenberg. And it looks like he has a PhD, so that's always good. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't really started reading it, but um, I'm looking forward to it. It's probably going to be a little bit harder to read. It'll probably, because it's more informational based. It's not, it, it'll take more thinking, like deep thinking um and more time and I've noticed that to be true with the books The Untethered Soul and The Power of Now those two books are very deep um they're you know the topics in those books it, it you need to like set aside time to read those books because they like you need to really um analyze every sentence and like really think deeply about it um and you can't just like read it nonchalantly like it takes that those books take more active um thinking or critical thinking and really picking apart you know what the author is really meaning and intending um so Yes, I have not finished either of those books, actually. And I don't even know where I put The Untethered Soul. I think I lost it, <laughs> which, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of ironic. But when I find it, I'll, you know, finish reading it. Um, I guess, and besides reading, I've been doing some journaling. And what's been placed on my mind and heart is uh, that I want to begin diving deeper into shadow work and healing past traumas and I think for a long time the reason why I haven't really wanted to even touch that part of myself or really dive into that part was because it can be really overwhelming and um, hard so so hard and difficult and these are things that just the things that have like happened in the past either subconsciously or consciously that we carry with us um, without really knowing what they are, 
you know, where they came from, but we just let them, um, I guess, live within us until we actually take the time to be like, wait, no, I don't want this past version of myself harboring within me any longer. And you want to heal from it and learn from it and release it and, you know, go closer to your higher self. You want to go in the direction, you want to go forward um, and not be tethered to these past pains and versions of yourself that are still, you know, within you. And it just, it takes, takes a lot of, um, awareness and accountability and it's just really fucking hard. (laughs) Um, so, and I feel like there's no really right or wrong way to, I guess, start shadow work or you know start healing past traumas but at least for me what I wrote down was I guess these like themes or um, feelings emotions um, states state of mind that I do not want to resonate with any longer and I want to trace these feelings that um, might be present within me currently and I want to trace them to the root of when they um I guess occurred or first sprouted within me and just trace it all the way back and just pull them up by the root and um really I guess almost like weeding a garden like I I would consider myself and honestly most people like you're just a garden and Um, you want to tend to your garden and even, you know, these past flowers that have bloomed or these past weeds that have sprouted, you want to go back and you want to like, I guess, weed out your garden and you want to water the parts of yourself that you want to be and you want to, um, get rid of the parts of your garden that you don't align with anymore or that are taking over or snuffing out the life of the flowers that you want to bloom. So those things for me, I guess the weeds in my garden, (laughs) are um, anger, hostility, jealousy, resentment, pride, worthlessness, bitterness, overwhelm, contempt, guilt, um, feeling of numbness, weakness, anxiety, depression, um, negative self-talk, judgment and even moments of extreme comfort because I mean we all know the cliche um you know growth exists outside of our comfort zones and there is um a almost a danger in feeling too comfortable because you never want to feel too complacent or too comfortable in your situation because that's when you know that growth isn't occurring um and that's something that I've been really trying to work on is just becoming comfortable with uncertainty you know like yes I can feel comfortable but as long as there is change and uncertainty and I'm continuing to grow and heal and evolve then that's all I can ask for um 
because, you know, again, it's cliche, but change really is the only constant in life. And so if we become, it's almost like, yeah, like falling in love with change and uncertainty and um, just the fact that we cannot attach ourselves to people or situations or um, houses. Like we can't attach ourselves to really anything because humans are constantly changing, evolving, moving, growing, learning new things. And we're constantly just shedding past versions of ourselves and becoming new ones. Like I'm not the same as I was yesterday, (laughs) you know? Um, But yeah, I guess I'll um, talk about the flowers that I do want to plant in my garden, which are joy, love, abundance, peace, hope, freedom, happiness, relaxation, excitement, giddiness, carefree, uncomfortable growth, healing, forgiveness, graciousness, patience, assertiveness, determination, resilience. Um, I actually want to go back to assertiveness. Um, So for a long time, I thought that assertiveness um, was the same thing as aggressiveness. And let me tell you, there is a huge difference between being assertive and being aggressive. Assertiveness is stating your needs um, in a very kind, respectable manner, simply stating your needs and wanting them to be met, and um, but also in a way that encourages others to speak their mind and to express their needs, um, and be but in a very respectful way that's the difference aggressiveness is when you um are expressing your needs like they are better than other people's needs like yours are above others and you're stating it in a very hostile way um but i know for sure that i um am not very good, at least in the moment, um, right now at being assertive because I have associated it for so long with aggressiveness and, um, I'm just, you know, coming to realize like there is a distinct difference between the two of them and that being assertive is, um, it's a service to yourself. It's literally just stating your needs and, um, expecting them to be met and, um, you know, communicating boundaries with yourself and, um, and these things are so, so important and like no one should ever cross your boundaries or not meet your needs. And, you know, if they don't, then I, that's kind of just proof that they, you know, those people shouldn't probably be in your life shouldn't be allowed to walk in your garden and you know pick flowers as they choose because you know that's not fair you should be able to go through your garden pick out the flowers that you want put it in a bouquet and you know hand them out to people but you shouldn't allow people to just you know 
come in your garden, step on your flowers and pick ones that they like. <laughs> you know, I'm really loving this garden metaphor. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I think I'll maybe read one of my journal entries. Another thing that I've come to realize is that, uh, you know, sometimes I find myself feeling comfortable in other women's flaws and when they like miss an achievement or they're not they're not currently having any major successes and I feel like oh like I almost feel the sense of relief like oh I I can now like work in peace and like get things done because no one no other like competitors have done anything super noteworthy um which it's it's such a toxic way of thinking um because if I'm putting that energy out, if I'm finding comfort in, you know, things that I don't find attractive about other women and their lives, I guess, it's it's almost like I'm asking for the universe to give me that energy back and for the universe to continue to, um, I guess fuel my ego into noticing my own um, insecurities even further and dwelling on them and in turn kind of not really moving forward in my spiritual journey, not accomplishing anything myself. And so it's really all just, it's all connected and it's all a cycle, I guess. Um, Because when I notice myself empowering other women, lifting them up, um, complimenting them, um, really celebrating everything that they do and their accomplishments, I notice that I get, you know, that same exact energy back from other women, from the universe. Um, And I guess there's just something to be said about, you know, the ego just thrives on wanting to tear others down in order to make ourselves feel superior but the the truth is that no one is superior to anyone else (laughs) we're all on the same playing field um our worth isn't determined by our appearance how much money we have how many friends we have um you know what our house looks like, what our relationship status is, what our sexuality is, what our, you know, gender identity is. Like, it doesn't, none of it means that someone is better than the other. It, <laughs> um, those are all just arbitrary world, worldly things that don't um, have bear any weight when it comes to our um souls and the worth of um you know everyone on this planet you know so i did this journal entry um july 14th and i asked myself the question how can i detach my emotions from the behavior of others because i again notice that when i place my um, happiness, or not necessarily happiness, but when I place value on the actions of others, 
it often ends up hurting me or disappointing me in the long run. And so it's, I'm, I'm starting to, um, I guess, detach how I, my like homeostasis and my balance of peace from like how others act around me or towards me. So I said, hurtful words are never an attack towards you. They are a projection of that person's own insecurities. They bear no weight on your worth or existence as a human being. Do not let words or actions of others, which you can't control, penetrate your mind and poke the ego. The ego craves to fight, be right, drain your energy to put others down, which in turn, which in turn harms yourself as well. Give what you want. If you give pettiness, rude comments, hurtful actions, and pride, you will get those in return. We are all connected. Speak to others with love. This is parallel to speaking to yourself with love. So basically, you know, if you give what you want, if you give love, if you speak kindly, you will get that in return. <laughs> um, and it's it's a pretty basic concept but for some reason it can be hard to grasp sometimes and it's really easy to forget especially in like the heat of the moment um you know when you're arguing with your siblings or a partner or you know when just when conflict arises like that it's so easy to just you know say fuck all that I'm just gonna really try to um hurt them because I know what it's like you just you wanna you wanna really get at them you wanna insult them where you know it's gonna hurt and you want to be right so badly (laughs) but if you really think about it in the grand scheme of things like just really take a step back um even if you know that you're right what is the harm of them believing whatever they want to believe and you believing whatever you want to believe you know it's kind of just agree to disagree um there we don't need you know we can just believe that we're right. Like we don't need to convince everyone around us that our way is the best, you know, because everyone is going to believe that their way is what's right. So there's really no point in like in, in exerting your own energy and trying to convince anyone of anything. Um, and, you know, being right doesn't, really like what does that give you you know like say you're just wearing this person down and then they're finally like okay like you're right well (laughs) yeah that might give you like a split second of satisfaction and then you can be like oh yeah like they know I'm right um but that kind of goes away pretty quickly and then you're like well what was the point of that I just wasted all of this time yelling at this person and now I kind of feel shitty about myself. <laughs> like, I don't know. There there really is no value in, like, being right, I guess. Um, or convincing people that you are. It's just, um, like, it's just not worth it. And I'm, it's, that's another thing that's really hard to understand. <laughs> and to, like, actually implement into your life. Um... There's another journal entry that I want to read. It says, live your truth. Let new experience fl- experiences flow naturally to you. Make no definitive statements about the future as it's always changing. Genuine, kind-hearted, real people will love and appreciate you for exactly who you are. 
Never change to make others or yourself more comfortable. This applies to all things in life, dreams, desires, personal choices, etc. How others view you is not worth a second of your energy nor a drop of your tears. Have courage to be disliked. Make others uncomfortable or intimidated because doing so means that you are respecting the only opinion that matters, your own. You are allowed to take up space, ruffle feathers, disturb the water, as long as it it is a result of simply living to honor yourself. Respect yourself. You deserve to be accommodated for and treated with kindness and acceptance. Attract those whose actions match their good intentions and prove that they want to know your soul, not a fabricated version of yourself manipulated by the outside world. Oh yeah, I can get going when I'm journaling. I just I just go off. <laughs> um, but I wholeheartedly agree with everything I wrote down in that journal entry. Um, and yeah. Um, also, you know, I think when when our peace is disturbed, we can feel like it's almost a setback. And like, we're like, oh, we were doing so good for a while with, you know, our lives being drama free and nothing really bad going on in our lives. But I think the, at least for me, I've like forgotten that these life experiences are meant to happen in order to teach us more and to grow more. Um, You know, if we just lived the rest of our lives, you know, being, just being like, euphoric and happy 24 7 and having no real teaching moments given to us how would we grow further you know we need to experience difficult things um to learn these great like lessons and truth of life um which you know can feel like it can feel like you're like taking it's almost like yeah like two steps forward one step back um but I think in reality it's it's definitely what's meant to happen it's just that is the way of the universe and how it's supposed to be um because yet like like I've said before the universe is working for you it really wants to help you it wants to see you succeed um it's on your side god's on your side um even when it feels like you know the world is just against you and everything is going wrong take it as like what is this teaching me what is the universe trying to tell me right now am i on the right path it, you know if if things are constantly going wrong that's that's when you should you know be reflecting and maybe something needs to change okay i think i'm going to switch gears here and um, kind of go over some of the questions that you guys asked me on my Instagram. Um, actually one of the first ever questions that I got or topics to talk about was my bucket list, which is kind of funny because I know, um, Maria from the Real Life Podcast, she also was talking about this and it kind of made me start thinking about, oh, what, what is, what's even on my bucket list? Um, for sure, skydiving. Um, I just think that would be such an adrenaline rush and such like a, just a crazy out of body experience that I definitely want to partake in. 
Um, but I know that she mentioned she wants to bungee jump and that is something that I am terrified of. I genuinely rather skydive than bungee jump because something about being like attached by your feet and like kind of like you flip upside down and you're just dangling by your feet that terrifies me because I'm just so afraid of like getting whiplash or something and just getting like whipped around and I just feel like you can like break your neck that way I don't know it just it scares me so much I don't want to be dangling by my feet um especially from like that high up I don't know I if you know if you gave me the option skydive or bungee jump I would choose skydiving I I just feel like it's less dangerous even though you're way like higher up in the sky I just I'm terrified of bungee jumping <laughs> I don't know um I mean I would cliff jump but bungee jump no um another thing that I'd want to do um I mean, if we're being really honest, probably hook up with a girl. (laughs) I've only ever been with guys, and I feel like, I don't know, being with a girl would be probably a really bomb experience because girls know what other girls like, usually, and I don't know, guys can be pretty dumb when it comes to the female (laughs) body, (laughs) um, so yeah, that's another thing, um, that I've been kind of thinking about and I feel like I definitely have had some girl crushes like maybe even further than just thinking that they're really pretty or hot but I don't know I haven't really thought too deeply about my sexuality or anything I mean for as long as I can remember I've just identified as straight and um I feel like you can you can still consider yourself straight, but experiment, I guess. I don't know. I don't think that you need to label yourself, honestly. Labels are dumb, and they just keep you in a box, so I say do whatever you want, whatever feels good to you, Um, you know, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else. Just do whatever makes you happy. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone else, Um, and, you know, being misunderstood can really be painful and isolating but kind of just ask yourself what do you value more being understood or living your authentic truest self and being happy um I would just really like reflect and ask yourself that when you feel people either judging how you're living your life or just not understanding it or not um resonating or relating to you just do whatever you want it doesn't it doesn't matter um people are gonna judge no matter what you do people are gonna talk people are gonna gossip no matter what you do so might as well just go crazy with it (laughs) um let me think what else is on my bucket list I know I want to get some more tattoos. I've been craving tattoos like crazy, but I'm actually also thinking of donating my eggs, and I don't think you can have a tattoo within like six months of donating your eggs. Um, so I might wait, like hold off on the tattoo thing until I like figure out the egg donation process because you can get like 
up to like 48 grand or something like that. Um, but it, it is a very extensive process. It's like a month long, a little bit over a month long process. You have to inject, you have to be injected with hormones and you have to go for like weekly appointments, I'm pretty sure. And um, I think you you can't like like smoke or drink or any of that stuff and then you like are put you're sedated um and then they like go in and retrieve the eggs I don't know it's a whole thing but that's definitely what I'm um considering doing because I personally do not um want kids I can maybe go further into detail about my reasons why because there are many many reasons um but if I can help other people start their families and I guess having my DNA out there does feel very, I guess, like heartwarming to me. And I, it's, I, I just love the idea of that. And I love the idea that I don't need to be the one parenting the kid even more. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember how the idea got in my head. I think it it actually was an ad on one of the YouTube videos that I was watching. It was like, have you ever considered being an egg donor? And I'm like, oh, wow, maybe I do want to do this. So um, I think I'm going to apply soon and I will keep all of you guys updated on like the process and um, I guess what I decide um, because it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a process, but I'm pretty like excited about it. Um, I was talking to one of my, I don't know, I guess I'll call him like a friends with benefits guy, like, I don't know, (laughs) but he was talking to like one of his buddies and apparently testicles can go for like 35 grand or something like that just for one testicle. And I'm like, if I was a guy, I would just chop one of them off. You know, you really only need one, (laughs) right? Um, but I guess for like aesthetic purposes, it would kind of look weird to just have one ball or like none at all. That would just, that'd be interesting. Um, also I've been breaking out and I think it's because I'm currently not on birth control and my birth control has been helping me with my acne. So now that I'm not on it, my acne is making a reappearance, which is really fucking annoying. <laughs> but I have a doctor's appointment next week, and I'm going to talk to her about getting on a different type of birth control. I might do an IUD. I'm not really sure. Um, that's like the most promising option right now. Um, and then, I don't know, we're going to talk about some other things, possibly like maybe getting like prescription CBD or even like THC. <laughs> um, to help with, um, anxiety symptoms and stuff like that. And then the day after that appointment, I have a dentist appointment at seven in the morning. I did not make that. I did not suggest that time. I had to switch appointments with my dad. And of course he made the appointment at seven in the morning. So that's what I'll be doing next Thursday. (laughs) Um, and then, I did have a wisdom teeth consultation. I think I talked about this earlier on in the episode, but I slept through it. So I think I'm going to just talk to them when I'm at my dentist appointment about like rescheduling. 
wisdom teeth consultation because I'm pretty sure I'm going to want them out even though they're not currently causing me any pain and I don't even notice them at all. I just feel like it's just better to get them out just in case they cause like future problems. Um, so yeah, that's, I guess, currently everything that's been happening and on my mind. Um, I think I'm going to wrap up the episode here. I love you guys so, so much. I hope you'll have an amazing day, um, a beautiful week, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Um, be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's Grayson underscore like and, um, leave a review, um, for the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and yeah, I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.